0: For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. When you hear about the Dairy Innovation Hub, you might think of research about manure management or improving dairy products. But funding from the Hub covers so much more. Dr. Claudine Paid is a professor at UW-Platteville in the Criminal Justice and Social Science Department. Her research covers a different aspect of dairy farming. She tells us more about that project. Our project is looking at how changes in land and consolidation of
1: farms and transition into residential development, how that's affecting farm communities and the agriculture industry and specifically the dairy industry. So that's why it's linking back to the the Dairy Innovation Hub because the hub is interested in all different aspects of uh, the dairy industry
0: and some of these changes in the dairy industry. So give me a little more information on the research you are doing. So we took a a dual approach of doing
1: both qualitative and quantitative work. Um, Started out by asking people lots of questions with interviews, Um, just trying to understand more about what people were seeing changing around them, and what were their concerns about some of these changes in in agricultural land, Um, and what were their concerns about the changes in the dairy industry. Um, about as are, people are seeing you know, fewer, smaller farms, um, some of their na- neighbors may be transitioning out of the dairy industry, or residential development going up. What are the things that they're most concerned about? What are they thinking about for the next generation? Um, and in general, even during this first phase, people were really anxious to talk to us and, and responded to our, our, our queries and, and wanted to tell their stories. Um, And then in the second year of the project, we did more of a quantitative end and used some of the information we gathered from the interviews to ask lots of questions and get more of a large-scale assessment.
0: Were you talking to people who live in rural areas in general, or was your focus on hearing directly from farmers?
1: Both. Um, So the first phase with the interviews, we certainly wanted to speak with dairy farmers, people who were in the midst of dairy farming, people who grew up on dairy farms but maybe were not currently working uh, on a farm. Um, We also talked to municipal leaders, and we talked to agricultural businesses, You know, people who work with dairy farmers in other capacities, because we really tried to take a, a community Oriented approach, right? So, not just what's happening in the farm, but what's happening in the farm
0: and the the community surrounding them. In what area of the state did you do this research?
1: We did focus on Grant and Dane counties uh, with the idea, Dane County obviously has lots of issues with residential development and just is in a very different circumstance and and with Grant County having maybe more some of the consolidation of of farms. Uh, So wanted to make sure we were grasping those two different issues. Um, With our survey, we did expand out a little bit to Crawford and Lafayette as well.
0: Dr. Pied, as those responses came in, what trends or topics did you see that kept coming up? There's a lot. We asked
1: lots of questions, and we're very grateful for, for people who spent the time answering the questions. So some of the things. Uh, that there is a recognized concern about some of these changes. So just having that documentation that it is something that people are are concerned about, I think is important. Uh, One of the things from the survey that really popped up that people are concerned about um, investors buying agricultural land. And we've... Phrased this the question on the survey about are they concerned about outside investors? So that may have been why it was 90% said had this negative that it has a negative impact. Um, but there's also about 70% that that showed that uh, that they believe there was a negative impact of, of residential development on the agriculture industry, and it was about 50% that were concerned about uh, consolidation of farming and its effect on the agriculture agricultural industry that said that it was having a negative rather than a positive effect.
0: Now you've assembled those responses, but what are the next steps? How will this information be used?
1: That's a good question. We are still in the midst of of trying to make sense of all of this and making sure that we get out there both the data, like I was just giving some examples of, um, and also the the voices of the farmers and others that we talked to from the interview. So I think we want to make sure that people who make decisions about agricultural policy, or even at, at the local level, people who are thinking about land development in their own towns, to be aware of what people are thinking about what their concerns are um, and especially some of the variation of these concerns like i was talking about how older farmers were more concerned about the loss of the sense of community um, some of the changes that they've seen and then what it might be like to be um, over older than 60 which was the number that we were looking at and how There's more of a sense of isolation at that age, so I want people to also pay attention to some of that variations.
0: One of the pieces that your research looked at was some of the changes in ag acreage into land for solar farms or wind farms and the like. What kind of response did you hear back on those types of land use?
1: In asking the questions uh, well first we did the interviews first, so we saw what came up in, and what people were talking about and there there certainly was concern about um, investors in, in solar farms and wind farms to some extent, although to a lesser extent than solar. Um, so we wanted to make sure to get some sort of assessment from our, our survey of how common that was. And it was somewhere around 70% of people that saw the solar panels having a, a negative effect on the agriculture industry. Um, however, I, I wanted to point out as well, you know, in talking to individual farmers as they're trying to figure out how to survive in retirement, um, solar farms and leasing land is one way in which they're able to do that. So both residential development and solar farms, these changes that are happening in agricultural land are also ways that people are able to survive in retirement. So it's a a kind of contradiction of view that it's having a negative effect, but then from the individual and the family level, a recognition that it could help and and be and, uh, be an economic necessity,
0: really. There hasn't been a lot of research that focuses on the changing profile of ag lands. So, what opportunities do you see out there for further research in the same vein?
1: Good question. Um, I, I think you know as I'm, people are asking about the implications of this work for policy, I would see a, a next step is getting a little bit more specific in in policy considerations what specifically could be recommended. Uh, that's something that I think you can draw more generally from the data, but not a, a specific solution. So uh, especially being somebody in, in sociology and anthropology, we tend to be better at dissecting the problems. And so I'm hoping that others can, can take this information and apply it and, and you know maybe, again, assess more specific policies.
0: That was Dr. Claudine Pied from UW-Platteville. Her research as part of the Dairy Innovation Hub is taking a pulse on how rural community changes are affecting dairy farms and agriculture here in Wisconsin. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.